D line. Uh, <laughs> Here we are. Fall is in the air. Fall is in the air. It's a little cooler outside. I would describe it as crisp. It's a little crisp outside. It's crispy in this studio. Look at the both of us are wearing uh, layers. Layers. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA show, the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Ba, 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 ba. Let's go. I'm Harrison Wynn. That's Eric Weedham. You know him as D-Line. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Oh, we got a pack show today. <laughs> oh. I, and I mean a pack show on this crisp Thursday. You asked me on yesterday's show, and you asked Adam as, as well, have we seen Jamal Murray play? Like, right. have we seen him play basketball a ton over the last couple months over the offseason? My answer was no. I've no. seen what you've seen. Right. Last night, though, we got the biggest reveal of, I think, how Jamal Murray looks. And boy, am I excited. Man, I love this part of the season where you just full, this is a pruder film, everything yes. that we get. We get little clips, we piece them together. Yes. We're trying to fig- figure out exactly the status, at least I am, of Michael Porter Jr.'s hair. Mm, that's a big storyline. So we are going to break down that yep. video, of course, as a pruder of course. film style. <laughs> the Nuggets also dropped a new uniform Let's this go. morning. Yep. D-Line is going to break that down for you in full. Also... NBA rank ten through six <laughs> oh, just dropped. I uh, can't believe the the cliffhanger we left. On I know, I know. Coming off hot uh, from uh, yesterday's show, we can go ten through six, and then we'll dabble in the Ime Udoka <laughs> saga and the uh, one year suspension that he's facing. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> imagine if your coach is just gone for a year. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, yeah, me and D-Line today, we, we, this hasn't been a real... No, dude. This real, is a two-man... Uh, popular co- uh, combination here. <laughs> Popular, the right word. Yeah. I was going to say it's not been a very regular, but I would say this is the least popular combination of right. uh, DNVR uh, right. <laughs> personality. So smash that like button. <laughs> download this podcast. Everybody better be watching this one. I think we got a good show. Yeah, let's um, go. Yeah. Without further ado, Kel, can we get to this just beautiful video that Nuggets released? I want to shout out the Nuggets for putting this video out because every time we get a little behind the scenes look at what's going on at the practice facility oh man i just i know it gets me going i know i'm looking i see jack white i see christian brown i see deandre jordan wearing a very can we pause real quick kale can we pause and go back real quick deandre jordan wearing a very uh pause it right ridiculous here. head wrap <laughs> It's not even a hat. Yeah. I don't even know what to call that. It's in between a skull cap and a headband. <laughs> yes, but uh, Michael Porter Jr.'s hair, Dion. Uh, Loving it. This is the, Love uh, it. the most Finally. substantial update we've gotten. I got to say, like, there's some, there's some real hair revelation going on in this video. The first mm-hmm. is that... Aaron Gordon's hair looks fantastic. Okay. I, I love the style he's going Can we with, fast forward to that? With the braids. And then... You, there we go. There, look yeah. at the braids flowing. I, I got to say, I love this look. Okay. I absolutely love this look. Uh, but as you alluded to, uh, we are free of the... Pla- MBG, the heir of MBJ, Michael Blonde Jr. Apparent, appears to be over. Dude, Murray Dunking. With you see impunity? that dunk? Oh, my God. Can we replay, that, White can we replay that Jamal Murray dunk real quick? Yeah, we quick? need to see this. We need to see this. There's some power in this. Yeah, dude. This is uh, There's a little anger. There's a little like I've... Uh, you forgot about Dre. 
feeling in there. Dude, Adonis Arms making a pass to Jack White. Yeah, you don't oh, see that every like, day. Dude, this is like Nuggets fan fiction. <laughs> Everything we've ever wanted. Jamal Murray to DeAndre Jordan. That's something pick I, and roll. I actually never want to see still. I still don't like that. <laughs> MPJ and AG draining threes. Jamal oh, Murray again in the pick Peyton and roll. I saw Watson in the background there. Jeff Green looking on. Darth looking on. There's just so much to break down. Dude. MPJ looks good. Oh, my God. How long do you think this scrimmage last, lasted? I mean, probably like a couple hours. This was like a full game, like 200 or something? Like a- because I, I got a lot of questions about this. Like, wait, are the Nuggets already in training camp? Because one of my observa- observations from this video, there's uh, 15 players in this video. Yes. The only two guys not there are Vlatko and... Nikola. Nikola Jokic, yes. obviously, you know, being probably excused, even though I are think they these, bad teammates? these are voluntary. <laughs> yeah, even though these are voluntary, I think they're excused because of the Euro basket they're coming off of. Yes. But everybody's there. So I think that's really something. It's not training camp. Like I said, I'd call it voluntary workouts. But the fact that all these guys are in the building playing, scrimmaging, you've got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. playing together. That hasn't happened in 18 months. Bones is, Bones is in there somewhere, by the way. Yeah, Bones is he, in the video. Made, apparently, he didn't dunk or do anything of note. He's just he, on the sideline in one of those in, shots. No, he actually throws an outlet pass. To, oh, does he? To, I, to, I missed Jamal. that. I've, I've gone forward. Back. Can, we just, can we run it back now? Can, <laughs> can we run the video I'm telling you, I've approved this already. I've seen everything Ish there Smith, is to know Jeff about Green. this. Jeff Green wearing the original Joker MVP shirt that he wasn't even on yeah, the was team that, for. But no, that was Contavious, wasn't it? Or was that Ish? I think that was Jeff. In the shirt. No, in the shirt, but the, yeah. it started off with... It, that was Ish at the beginning, oh. yeah. Bruce, Bruce Brown. Brown making a layup. Bruce Brown has also been wearing a do-rag in every single I like his, I've though. I don't, his looks like he's there for work. Like, yeah. yeah. There's Bones. Wait, no. Bone where? Wait. There, there's Bones right there. Oh, That's said, Adonis Arms throwing the pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Bones. Bones, but Bones watching, but... Watch. The Bones does uh, throw an outlet pass here. Okay. I'm, I'm watching for it. So it's coming up. Okay. That's Jamal to DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan looking good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. Making it rain. Splashing it down. Everybody making shots. Aaron Gordon couldn't be better. Jack White. Nice show in the pick and roll right there. Oh, but gets exactly. burned gets on the cooked. shot fake. He gets cooked by Jamal, which yeah. I love and hate in equal parts. MPJ just... He can get that shot off in his sleep. Oh, there's a, that's not his own fan. Nope, that was Aaron Gordon. Wait, who was that? KCP? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the KCP is uh, is in the building here. Okay. Um. Anyway, oh, Bones I, is there. He's there. Everybody's there. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Jack White, Colin Gillespie off to the side. The rookies are there. It's everybody except Jokic and Vlatko, which <sighs> is fine. I'm sure they'll be here. For media day and training camp, of course. Oh, sweet, dude. It just, get I get, you know, things. you see little things like this, you get the feelings. Right. Getting the feelings, right. man. But the biggest takeaway from that, though, at least in my opinion, maybe you have a different opinion. In, in my opinion, Jamal Murray looks awesome. Dude, that's the only thing you can take from this. Outside of, he looks awesome. Outside of the end of the MBJ era, <laughs> which, again, one of the darkest eras in Nuggets yeah. history. I think it lasted three or four days. Uh Jamal Murray looked not just playing, playing with power, yes. playing with confidence, playing uh, through contact. Yeah. This video got me going, man. This got me going late last night. <laughs> <laughs> but we just haven't seen a lot of Jamal outside of a clip here, a clip there, warming up before games last season. 
he, I feel like he and the team have been very careful in terms of what they've put out yes. in terms of just his footage. But this is just right there. It's just it's just out there. And yeah, the dunks, just the quick movements, the pick and roll. He looks comfortable. Oh, he looks confident. I got infinitely more excited for the season just after watching this video. Is, you just need this little spark. Yeah. You know? One it, week out from training camp, we just needed this. Dude, it's funny. Like, there, a lot of, you know, in the offseason, you're left with just your memories of and your visions of what the Nuggets look like. Yeah. And then when you, like, actually see it, it's, like, not exactly what you were thinking or not exactly as you remember, but it's new and it's better. I can't, dude, I just can't wait. I, I just cannot goddamn wait. What's your expectations for Jamal? Because... After this video, I, I've got to say, me personally, like, <laughs> let's go. Unle I just, unleash it. I just unleash feel a little tank. better about him after oh. this video, man. A little bit. Like, I, I know I'm supposed to temper expectations for a guy coming off an ACL, and I'm, I will absolutely do that. But my confidence in him this coming season is growing by the day. I feel like. Um, Your thoughts. He's back. He's back. He's, he's back. back. We're back. Purgatory is <laughs> over. We've been. Oh, my God, dude. We're back on the path. That is my takeaway. We are back. Anything. Uh, it, you can't neg me from this either. We're completely back. Uh, last year never happened. <laughs> it's just it's like we're, we're back where we're supposed to be. Yeah. I cannot goddamn wait. After watching that video, who else are you really excited for? Next season, Michael Porter Jr. Dude, yeah. the, the two the two superstars that are coming back and are going to regain or uh, allow us to retain our earlier position that was stolen from us by the basketball gods. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to have a little retribution, a little, uh, you know, I, I'm ready to have it paid forward. Yeah. We need this, man. Yeah, man. Bruce Brown, KCP. I just like that all the guys are in the gym. Me too, man. I, I like that. And we've seen this with Nuggets teams in the past. Um, Jeff Green, he organized that Miami mini camp that was last month or so. Even in years past, though, we've seen guys come to the practice facility, go through five on five, informal kind of stuff like this. It's another observation from the video. It's pretty funny. Like, this is casual five on five, but all the coaches in the front office are just watching, like, so with just spearing vision from uh from the sidelines which i think is pretty funny um but we've seen the nuggets come together for these kind of informal five on five runs before training camp but the fact that just everybody is there yep. outside the two Eurobasket guys which is fine everybody's there participating colin gillespie's hurt of course uh everybody looks good everybody looks in it and of course the cherry on top jamal murray just looks great man um my expectations for him are, are increasing with the more There's I see. Nothing makes me happier than drawing full conclusions from very small, very curated pieces of content. It's definitely curated, <laughs> but this is the most we've gotten oh, by far. Dude, it, like without rival. This is yeah. like, I mean, they, they gave us a full, I mean, this is a full meal they've given yeah. us. Yeah, the longest video other than this has been DeAndre Jordan playing rugby. <laughs> with the American Raptors, yeah, that's true. Which that was a, le a lengthy say, that one. That one did not get me going. Right, the same not way. to the same level that this one did. That's true. Yeah. Who yeah. else? Who else uh, is rising up your excitement 
meter this time of year as we're one week out from training. I mean, it's funny. It's actually funny to see the summer league kids come together and be seen in the same, on the same court as Mm -hmm. the the Nuggets. Like, I'll be really interested to see if Jack White can do anything. If we even see him this year, I mean, seeing Peyton Watson uh, just kind of like skulking around in the background. Like, I don't, I have no expectations of him. Christian Brown, the same thing. Um, Mm. But it would be interesting to see like how they, I mean, they were not featured heavily in this uh, this little mix. Jack White got some good moments. Jack White had a very Although, a very uh, stiff looking uh, yeah. layup that I appreciated. Went in, so I can't. And then really he also got burned on that Jamal Murray. He did get burned. That's okay. <laughs> Jamal Murray got him up in the air, and then he went yeah. right by him. Um, so that wasn't that exciting. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's just uh, like, what are we supposed to take from this? Other than, you know, it's, it's, it's getting to be that season again. We can start to imagine what it looks like to see the Nuggets re like united. And yeah. then also like this new version, Bruce Brown. Right. I'm interested in Bruce Brown. I have to yeah. say like that, that's probably outside of the guys that we know who they are. Like the, the new, the newcomer that I am most excited for this year is Bruce Brown. No question. Why is that? I don't know, dude. Like, I just feel like he comes in with the most hype. Uh, the people are most, that was the pickup that got the people moving the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just see like a lot of versatility in his game. I mean, KCP also is another person. Obviously I'm like mm-hmm. very interested to see if he can, uh, bring some of the things, the good things that Will Barton brought, but then yeah. also, you know, uh, improve on the defense in the way that we are expecting him to be able to. Bruce Brown, the same thing, like help out with our perimeter defense that we know is like such an Achilles heel of this squad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, based on this heavily offensive one minute clip, yes. <laughs> I say it's a check on all <laughs> on all parts. All systems go. <laughs> is there anybody that you're nervous to see? In in uniform for the first time. I mean, kind of Peyton Watson. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him though. I probably think he's, he's going to be donning. We'll a, see him a bit a in the gold. preseason, and then yeah, probably to Grand Rapids for a lot of the year. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I mean, I I am actually all of our rooks. I'm like pretty mm-hmm. nervous about. Like I not, I mean, not nervous, but like I I just I don't know. I think I I just have very low expectations, mm-hmm. uh, which I you know is appropriate for a rookie, right? Yeah, that's fine. The Nuggets also put out, Kale, their training camp roster, and there might be a couple names on here uh, to you viewers, listeners, and even to you, D-Line, that you might need a little refresher on. (laughs) Um, You mentioned the rookies, the two-way guys, Jack White and Colin Gillespie, who's hurt. Adonis Arms, oh, who we remember from Summer League. I do remember. Is with the Nuggets at training camp. I think he'll be uh, a G League guy with gr- the Grand Rapids Gold. Adonis Goals. Arms. We yeah. really cannot. And it, he, we can't mention him without just taking a second to reflect on that. Sure. Goddamn I'm thing. fine with that. Yeah. Adonis Arms. Adonis <laughs> Arms. Okay. Yeah. And then also the other Exhibit 10 guy who's at training camp who's going to probably be in Grand Rapids, Kellen Grady. Do you remember this guy at all? Yes, he was. He was a thick boy, as I recall. Right? Uh, I don't think Grady so. Was, he was the he shooter. A, yeah, but he was like a thick guy. Was he not? What? Am I thinking of a different guy? I don't know how thick he is. He okay. might be. Shooter out of Kentucky. Um, <laughs> although he shot like two of 14 from three at summer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who am I thinking of? Who are you thinking of? I don't know. Um, Kamigate? No. Oh, uh, it's all right. All right. Nuggets Summer League squad. Let me look. <laughs> I'm very curious to see who you're thinking <laughs> of. But those guys um, will also be at camp with the Nuggets. Yeah, there's Kellen Grady. He and Adonis Arms are on the Nuggets Summer League team. 
they're just, you know, some nice extra bodies to have. I, I think they'll both be with the G League Grand Rapids Gold this season. Yeah. Did you we'll find s- who you were talking about? I'm looking right now. Who am I? Th- <laughs> 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 I swear to God. Matt Mitchell? It was Mitchell. Matt Mitchell. That's right. That's the one. <laughs> That's some who some people called the the favorite for the second two. I know. Spot. Is he not he's not he's back in Europe. Oh boy. Yeah, he took a deal in Europe. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, the comments even called you out on it. Brandon, you're thinking of Matt Mitchell. My man, my man. Hell Brandon. of a callback, though. He was thick. Somehow, that's the only image I'm left with from Summer League was the thickness of Matt Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit a break. On the other side, we're going to get into the Nuggets' new uniform that just dropped today. D-line is the most. Um, he's really the only guy who can give the breakdown. Listen, like, this, this is, is literally your job. This so. is why I'm on the show to begin with. I the first time I ever appeared on a DNBR or no, excuse me on a locked on nuggets podcast was to break down uh the uniforms that we got about i think four or five years ago that were was not it the that first great. rebrand no it was the uniform right before the rebrand okay. so it was like an odd bridge like, year. Th- it was the half step kind it of. it was the half step yeah. year it was not a great uniform yeah. uh, and i gave them what for <laughs> well we'll see how d-line <laughs> likes this next uniform coming up here guys there are a lot of ticket sites out there to choose from i know when Ever. I've bought tickets in the past. I'm going through all these different sites, trying to see which one has the best deal. Sure. Don't do that anymore. Don't waste your time doing that. Game Time Tickets is your one-stop shop. It's going to be your go-to for tickets this year. Sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever you need. Game Time, it's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports. They have these crazy last-minute price drops, so you can get incredible tickets like courtside behind home plate front row at concerts for way cheaper than you would uh very close to the start of that event uh join over 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events always use the code in the youtube description in the description if you're listening uh to the podcast use that link that's how you can know. Let, let them know. Game that, time know that you came through us. Hell yeah! Here at DNVR and, and help yeah, us homie. out with that. So you're gonna buy one anyway. Just yeah. click our link. Hey, what's yeah. the problem? Just smash that link. <laughs> smash it. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> Doesn't uh, hurt yeah, at all. don't mess around with all those other sites. Just Game Time app. It's your one-stop shop. Also at DraftKings Sportsbook, the NFL action is in full swing. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. They've also got the stepped-up same-game parlay right now. For every leg that you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. I'm ready to bet it up this weekend. Code (laughs) DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. NFL really, in football in general, really the best expression of the uh, betting Sports yes. betting, like especially when there's just like so much chaos happening. Yeah. Somebody's cheering for this, someone's yeah. cheering for that. You have a very specific scenario you yourself are cheering for. It's delicious. I'm also going to throw out a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Oh, what are we going it's for? It's that time of the week. Well, since you're on the topic of the NFL. Let's go. Broncos. Let's, let's check out the Broncos here. 
They got the Going 49ers. San Francisco 49ers, who have lost their starting quarterback. And but now maybe have gotten with, better. Yeah, they lost their starting starting quarterback, and then now they're left with their starting quarterback from before. <laughs> the one that took – they got stuck with their quarterback that took them to the Super Bowl. Oh, that sucks for them. The Broncos are a one-and-a-half-point underdog, but they're oh. at home. At home? Come Sunday on. night – Dude, or is Bears, it Sunday night or Bears Sunday day the, football? Bears beat the 49ers. It was in a torrential Sun- downpour. Yeah, Sunday night football. Big game, Russ Wilson. Dude, I, listen, there's like much consternation going on in Broncos nation. Broncos yeah. country, excuse me. Excuse um, you. It's To me, it's so extremely obnoxious. I don't understand how people aren't excited about the fact that the Broncos are now able to move the ball, which is something we've not seen around these parts in some time. Easy to get in the end zone. They'll yeah. figure it out. I'm taking the Broncos to beat Let's the 49ers. DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Lock it in. Lock it in. All right. We're back here on the DNBA show, the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right there in the upper right corner. There it is, baby. The Nuggets dropped a, un- a new uniform, oh, D-line. Yes, there was did. a lot of anticipation for this one, and there it is. The new Mile High City Editions. These are the statement jerseys. The statement jerseys. I'll just let you take sure, the Sure, yeah, I'll here. ISO here. I'll cook let, here. So tell what, us about these. So, okay, the first thing you notice is that this is not a new uniform design at all. This is, uh, this is what we've entered into is something called capitalism, whereby <laughs> the league and the league uniform providers are required to change the uniforms up uh, every year, there needs to be some sort of new uniform. Every year, you can't hang on to the old ones for long periods of time because that doesn't allow them to re- uh, have new uniforms for people to buy. So what we have is sort of a warmed-over version of what I would call the most popular jersey the Nuggets have had in some time. The previous statement jersey, which was just uh, very similar to this, the difference being like when you look at it, obviously, the... Previously, the the text around um, the middle numeral that was always yellow was white before, and mm-hmm. now it is uh, that gold color, and it is trimmed with red, which is not my favorite thing in the world. Like, I don't love how visually when you trim the yellow with the red, it like gives it more of an orange hue. Mm. Uh, your eye just kind of wants to blend it in. The other thing to notice is that the ribbon around the top, the red, mm-hmm. was previously butted up against the edge of the uniform itself. Now there's a, like a little blue gutter that Do you want to go around. to that comparison right there? Is there a comparison? Okay, I'll write up. Um, the, the, like the... the the ribbon around the top and the and the sides has been moved in a little bit, um, so it's got there's a little bit more space, so you get more of the red. It does look like there's some more space. Yeah, there is. So that you get the the red before was sort of like inside mm-hmm. um, the the armhole, <laughs> as yeah. it were. So you didn't really get much of it. So this is a. A, like a clearer presentation of that red, which I'm fine with. And we've seen this. Like the Nuggets have been trying to incorporate more of that flat iron red into yes. everything. Their branding, their uniform. Well, I mean, they tried everything. it in a really ham handed, ham fisted way before with that full red uniform that was <laughs> widely panned, even oh though it was like God. not like on its own unattractive, but it was just like so thematically off for the Nuggets. Not Everyone my cup of tea. Um, the other thing that has been added here are what they are calling the sparks uh, on either side of that circle shape, mm. um, which are these sort of like 
off kilter, like non uh, symmetrical star shapes. Those which, are on the logo, right? Those are they're not on the logo. Or they're one on. Of them. They are part of the uh, branding package in general. When they first came out, like I don't like these shapes very much. They're like they 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 are always kind of create sort of an awkward shape. Um, yeah. They're okay. Like I don't you know like I think they just kind of added them to add them. Um, I don't love or hate them. They just kind of are. They're a little small to really have any sort of visual impact anyway. They're what, like, what's interesting though, the Nuggets also changed their profile picture on Twitter. Yeah, to, to without to that without the number in the middle. It seems very strange. Very like yeah. it's, it's like missing something. Yeah. Um, the other thing to note, the Jordan logo is now part of all statement jerseys, so that's part of this jersey as well. And uh, we have the Bill Russell jersey or patch that's going to be part of mm-hmm. um, every uniform, uh, every statement uniform across the league, which is a, a nice touch. DeAndre Jordan was able to get in on that number six before it got retired, apparently. <laughs> He's wearing Just number a, six. Just a this parade year. of memorable sixes. Um, so. In the end, the thing that I think I am most taken by and I think the thing that is most visible when you look at not the jersey but the uniform as a whole are the shorts. The shorts were previously uh, a little bit more subtle in their approach. The side mountain shape was in a dark blue and now it has taken that full what they have called flat irons red, um, which if you look at that and you think of it that way, I mean they really do look like the, the rock outcroppings at Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of cool thematically. Oh, I like that. Um, you get so you get that shape. Although I have to say, like these shorts on their own, like kind of look like board shorts to me. Like they're a little like garish. Uh, just they, be- they kind of look. You might hate me for saying this. No, they no. kind of look clownish they do they're a little like i mean that's what i mean by a little garish yeah like the, the, yeah we're we're dealing the nuggets have taken on their color scheme from colorado which is the red the yellow and the blue which are all primary colors like mm-hmm. these three colors um have like those are the three starkest contrast colors to each other that they three colors can be the way that they it sets up on the on the color wheel and mm-hmm. so like the when you juxtapose them, you get like the most contrast, which in some ways is great, but then in other ways, like when you're looking at this these shorts, like they they stand out a little much for me. And they 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 look like they are supposed to be um, supposed to work on their own, like a board short, like yeah, a, like a that. swim trunk, right? Yeah. So uh, overall, like I mean, I it, I, I like. The way that the, the the way that the jersey looks, I like it. It like it kind of looks a little bit older than the previous um, iteration of this Mile High City jersey, which um, is kind of cool. It's like I don't love, as I just said, I don't love like flanking and and giving that outline of red around the yellow, but it does kind of give like a gold pati- like a patina sort of look. Like it mm-hmm. looks a little older that way. Um, so there's like a big retro vibe to these uniforms that I really do enjoy. I just don't, I don't love the shorts. Um, but I think overall, like this is, I mean, this is just a variation on what was already a classic. This is a great look for the nuggets and, you know, having a second version of this layout or this, this uniform really like cements it as a design in the nuggets canon. Right, mm. it's like the it's like having you the, can keep working. It's like this. having the rain. We have like eight million versions sure. of the skyline. The skyline is a thing. Like now we have a ver- a variation on this Mile High City. That's like that is now part of the Nuggets uniform or the Nuggets like 
um, just overall uh, history and look, mm-hmm. which I really like. So, so um, I say it's cool. I, I I definitely give it the stamp of approval. Um, I love, but I love you know again we're just we're we're playing off something that I, I already loved, and I think I like the other one better. I I do also like this one. I think I agree with you. I like the other one better. The original Mile High City is my favorite jersey that the Nuggets have had since the rebrand. Yes. Clearly. It's, it's not even close for me. This one is a slight step down, but I think, like you said, it's okay Yeah, because you're kind of just revamping it. You're trying something a little new while still keeping that same integrity. Yes, 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 yes. Um, the shorts are tough for me. I liked how the last shorts were just kind they of. They were all right. Muted. I mean, even the last shorts were a little like doing too much for me. I mean, like I kind of, I don't want the shorts to be to have like their own personality very yeah. much in these. Like I, I kind of want them to just like go along with the jersey, but like not not offer a lot on their own. Like I, I, I can't think of a time I've been like super stoked about a pair of shorts in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird thing. The classic ones, I think about the bull shorts always. Like those are yeah. really the only iconic shorts. Yeah, I with the like. pinstripes, you mean? Or no, the, with the, the reds? The diamond. Yeah, on the you're side. right. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Probably the red and black ones. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, like I said, I like the other Mile High City ones more. This is just a revamp on that. I, I think it's fine. I think they're gonna look good. They look they're great. I, yeah. th- these are great jerseys. They, like, they do look good. These are great. Uh what is interesting though, there's so much color in these. Yes. And I feel like Nike and the NBA with a lot of their new jerseys, they've been trying to just simplify everything like look at the new jazz jerseys for example well i don't think that that was nike i think that was more the owners like personal uh aesthetic Mm -hmm. but those and even like a lot of the other jerseys i feel like a lot of teams memphis even like they're going for a lot more simple of looks yeah and this there's just a lot of color it just it really pops yeah so it's always interesting when you're like evaluating jerseys and things like that because there are functions of this clothing that is not applicable to most outfits that you are looking at and evaluating. Like you have to think about like how these look on court, how mm-hmm. this actually looks as uh, something that enhances the view of the game. And is like interesting to look at all the, the entire time. In addition to it, like lending itself to more street applications, like how does it look on hats, how does mm-hmm. it look on t-shirts, all of that stuff. Um, the shorts are definitely like more showy, um, even though it's it's funny, like it's their basic shapes, there's not a lot of augmentation to it, but like they're a little brighter. Um, they're in, and I think that probably it'll look nice on the court. We'll have to see. Um, I think these but, are really gonna look great on the court. Yeah, I think they're gonna pop. Right. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I just, that's my, own, my only, my only sticking point. The only thing that I'm not like really over the top with is the, is the that red on the shorts to me feels like a little bit much, but I will reserve judgment on that until I actually see them on the court because that is a purely on the court expression. Right. Like people, people sometimes buy the shorts, but that's not like a thing, you know, like, yeah, it's like that, that, um, that Gary Harris Jersey, that famous Gary mm-hmm. Harris Jersey. Yeah. The, I actually want to talk about that. That yeah. we have brought up with the, you know, that had the, um, the pickaxe, ball, the pickaxe in the middle was just destroyed by the shorts. The yeah. shorts were horrendous on that Jersey, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter when you see that Jersey being worn. It looks great. Right. Uh, do you think the logo that they put on the waistband will be what logos on the court? That's how these? it was. That's how it's been with this jersey. Like the yep. previous iteration of this jersey had that uh, half circle skyline. Yep. That was the only time that that um, 
logo was used in the in the Nuggets world. So yes, I think every time they wear these, the that half circle um, skyline will be at, at mid court. Mm-hmm. So you brought up those uh, the pickaxe uniforms from a few years back. I always think of those as the Gary Harris uniforms. Yes. And we've done this on the show. We've kind of associated specific uniforms with specific players. Those were the Gary Harris jerseys. Um, the Jamal Murray jersey are the black skylines from the bubble. No question. Um, Bones Highland, I think last year's blue Yeah, I saw mashup. somebody should have said that. I think it, and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Especially because the, uh, the skyline or like the, uh, I guess the blocks of color on the yeah. side sort of look like ribs. Okay. So for bones. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Aaron Gordon, the white pickaxes, even though he like barely oh, played in those. Interesting. Ooh, that is the AG jersey. That though. does. Uh, that yeah, does that feel is the very AG, AG jersey. Even though he barely played in them. Um, <laughs> but the Nikola Jokic jersey is the Mile High City. Yes. My question for you is Ooh. this new Mile High City. Can this be associated with a specific player or... Are these just still the Jokic jerseys? Oh, man. Are we having a number 15 retirement ceremony <laughs> conversation via jersey now? No, <laughs> can, it's like, is, can, can, can this be the Bruce Brown jersey? I think so. I mean, we'll have to see because I feel like it will have a totally different character on the court. It will probably look different enough. I have to see, though. I don't know. If, it, mm-hmm. if from the stands it really looks the same, like, you know uh, – because like I would say like the rainbow jersey like when I think of the rainbow jersey I immediately put Dikembe Mutombo in it. Should I do that? Probably mm-hmm. not. There's uh, Alex English. There's uh, Fat Lever. There's yeah. uh, <laughs> the Skywalker. I mean, there's a lot. David. I mean, there's a lot of people that probably uh, deserve that more. But all the same, um, I don't know. I tend to associate with one man. guy. Yeah, I kind of want. This to still be the Jokic jersey. Yeah, this like we'll see, we'll see. There's we still can. another jersey coming, right? Yes, we've if we've been like if the internet rumors are yeah, true. Yeah, if the leaks are true, then we can be look. We can look forward to potentially an old throwback yeah. Rockets. I, I think it's more likely that that is yes a singular player's jersey. I think than you're this right. One. That's the signature. That that's would the be signature the right jersey of the season. The MPJ jerseys are kind of the red ones. I feel like, oh even though he also barely played in them. <laughs> we um, can't do our guy like that. But MPJ maybe still looking for his his signature jersey. I think you're right. I think you're right. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Oh man, I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> uh, let's hit a second break. On the other side, we got more. NBA rank from ESPN. They've graced us with 10 through 6 on NBA rank. Let's get angry. Uh, We've got a trade also uh, to talk about. Not with the Nuggets. And then uh, we'll mention what's going on with Ime Udoka. Oh, my God. Uh, First, though, Pins and Aces, guys, the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Anytime anybody wears pins and aces gear, you're going to get compliments on it. On the course, off the course, people are going to notice when you're wearing pins and aces. They're a family-owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado. They've got awesome polo shirts, hats, golf bags, uh, even our favorite beer sleeve, which is actually an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your <laughs> golf bag. It keeps them cold as well for the entire round. That's an absolute must for me if I'm out on the course. 
Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Also, uh, Athletic Greens, it's a product I use every day. Before and today I, I before, used it. Yeah, before I came in to host this podcast, popped a cup of Athletic Greens. Let's go. One dude. scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water. You're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and, and adaptogens. You can't forget about those adaptogens. Let's go. If you guys want better energy, if you want better gut health, if you just want something to have in dude. your routine to start your day. Dude, my gut health is on fleek. My gut health has never been this great. <laughs> I've never been this healthier in my gut. <laughs> Athletic Greens is the move. Uh, so if you want to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, check out Athletic Greens. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Yeah. Athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. Athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. <clears throat> We're back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Uh, I missed us so much. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. ESPN was nice enough to grace us with uh, the Dude. latest release from their NBA rank. Dude, ESPN really took over the timeline last I know. night. Like, They're pumping out the content Dude. right now. Unbelievable. <laughs> They've released 10 through 6. <laughs> okay. The 10th through 6th uh, best players do you ever think that in the nba at some point in time like we'll release a list and then some other idiots will talk about it on a podcast (laughs) they'll be like oh can you believe dnvr thinks that Jokic is the best guy on earth (laughs) people i think know how our list would go yeah that's probably true uh cal could we bring up that list here real quick um number 10 is devin booker the bookster the book man. Uh, too high or too low? I think it's who's number high. eleven. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> that probably would be good to know. Let me look it up here real quick. I got you. Uh, number eleven was James Harden. James Harden. He's better than James Harden. James Harden at number eleven. Well, honestly, that, sucks. James Harden is way too high at number eleven. Way who's too who's high. number twelve? Kawhi Leonard. See, Kawhi Leonard, dude. James is Harden's better about- than Devin Booker. Kawhi Leonard, but he's coming off injury. Okay. This is the MPJ okay. fall. I mean, come on. I, okay, Devin Booker at number 10. Is top, t- top 10 player. I've been told and was instructed to create a shirt saying that Devin Booker had a claim to the MVP of last year. Mm. <laughs> How'd that shirt do? <laughs> as well as, as uh, it got uh, as many sales as uh, Devin Booker got votes. <laughs> um. What was Devin Booker last year? Number 15. Well, he was number 15 last year. That's higher than I would have thought. Man. So he's moving up. That's too high for Devin Booker. 10. That's it too is. High. It is. Number nine. Ja. Ja Morant. Ja Morant, the most improved player in the NBA last year. He, was, he went from 31 to uh, nine. Man, he was great last year. He except for in the playoffs where he got hurt. And yeah. he, then that whole broke the code thing. Um, Adam and others are... Pretty put off by his yeah, online this persona. This podcast is really divided on John Moran. <laughs> Dev famously said that he's not good. Right. I think he's been proven wrong. 
I think he's a good player. <laughs> I, I think I feel comfortable saying Ja Morant is a good basketball. Yeah, player. I, I feel confident in that. Statement Number nine, as well. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Like that's I, he. He's 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 good, man. Yeah. Ja Morant had maybe the biggest leap out of anybody. No question. Last Most improved player. Most improved player. Number eight. This one was surprising. Who? This was surprising. Kevin Durant. Whoa, number, number eight. eight. We were talking about this yesterday. We thought he could be top four. We thought he could be like number two, number three. I yeah. think Adam predicted he'd be number two. Holy Number smokes. eight. Last year, he was number one. The, wow, dude. A list with integrity? Yeah. A list from ESPN with this integrity? Is some development. Uh, dude, ESPN hates the Brooklyn Nets. Holy smokes. What? What? No player drove the NBA summer conversation. Dude. That's a fact. Oh, wow. He didn't even get injured. That's wild. I love I that. feel like from this little write-up here that what he pulled this summer might have dropped him in the rankings. I love that. That says everything about the way that ESPN looks at the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 off, the chatter is more important than what actually happens yeah. on the court. The thing is, Kevin Durant, he's 34. Yep. Clearly on number the downside eight, of his though, career. Dude. Holy Number smokes. eight is, is He wild. fell out of the top five, dude. He yeah. almost fell out of the top ten. He can't be happy about this. Oh, he doesn't care, but he cares a lot. Number seven. I'm upset that Brendan Vogt is uh, not on the show. Jason To Tatum. break down this ranking. This actually, now the thought of Jason Tatum being better than Kevin Durant is maddening to the point. <laughs> that is it's... the most absurd thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's rough, dude. If Devin Booker was higher than Kevin Durant, that would be cause to just end the NBA. Jason Tatum, not that far off from that same sentiment. Man. He's better than Kevin Durant, dude. What are you doing? I can't believe we just said that uh, ESPN had integrity. <laughs> we take back everything take, that we we're just walking said. it all back. <laughs> Uh, number six. This is also a if you say Jokic, a, a, a bit of a surprise. Life. Not as big of a surprise as Durant. LeBron James. Whoa! What? Yeah. Number. He's out of the top five. Not in the top five. Holy smokes, dude! Who's left? Giannis, well, Luca, Steph, Jokic, and mm -hmm. Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. Embiid to me is the one I'm most surprised. If Embiid is, is higher five. than five, I'm going to lose my mind. What if he's higher than Jokic? Bro, don't do that shit to me. Don't even mention that. If he... Oh, God, dude. Remember that video on ESPN on their site a couple weeks ago that was titled, The MVP is Joel Embiid's to lose? <laughs> I can't believe he's going to lose it again for the, what, the fourth straight year? It's going to be great. But yeah, LeBron at number six. He wow. drops down from number three. Wow. Damn. I love it. I love it, and it's correct. For the second time in four seasons as a Laker, James missed the playoffs. This is after only missing the postseason twice in his first 15 years. I love it, man. I love it. It's correct. And it's look, right. I got to say, the West is stacked again this year. I feel like the play-in is going to come in at like at least 40 wins. You need that to even get in the play-in. Yep. At least the 8-9. The Lakers could miss the playoffs again. Oh, my God. They really Speak could. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. Really Dude, could. who's their third best player? It's I argued it was Dennis Schroeder. It, it is. <laughs> it is Dennis Schroeder. Speak Schroeder, it into Schroeder. existence. Let's yeah. go, dude. So the guys remaining, yeah, like you said, Nicole Jokic, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Giannis, and Luka. 
So again, I feel like I had a grasp of how ESPN was thinking me about too. this list. Now I don't Let's know. Let's hypothesize. Let's get wild. So who's number one? Giannis, right? Yes, Giannis, Giannis is number one. one. If number Jokic one. is not number two, do we get angry about it? I will get angry. I don't think he's going to be number two, but I will get very angry. Give me your prediction for the top five as it as ESPN. Now that we know 10 through 6. Yes. Giannis. Giannis. Steph. Steph. Oh, my God. Jokic. Jokic. Luka Embiid. That's that's correct. That's exact, you think that's, that's correct? That's exactly how it's going to be. Yeah. That's exactly right. Now that Kevin Durant is off the board, I, I think there's a better chance Jokic is two. He should be two, dude. And he obviously, he should be, be fucking one. He's the back-to-back MVP. I mean, what do <laughs> I we know? He should be fucking one. ESPN, don't be... Timid, go go. Have your, some guts. Have some goddamn guts, man. Like he he won the MVP going away. It was not close. It was not close in either year. It was not close. Mm-hmm. Put him at number one. Have a set. Have a little bit of a pride, would you mm-hmm. please? In other NBA news, there's a trade that was reported today that it seems like is almost done. It's it's a weird trade. I'm curious to get your opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, it is a weird trade. The Utah Jazz and Detroit Pistons are are in a negotiation. It seems like the trade is going to be Boyan Bogdanovich to the Pistons for Kelly Olynyk, Saban Lee, and maybe some additional salary. This is a weird trade. Yeah, what I have no idea what what is motivating Utah at this point. They're just like they need to get rid of any good player, but they keep bringing back. I'm like, guessing they're saving money in this deal. They have to be saving money. Yeah. They are in full tank. Mode. It would really suck to be a Jazz fan now. My God, man, that is it. after Evergreen so many years of like organic growth, good vibes, and oh, although it, the vibes they, dissipated over the last couple, of it years, started but. with Gordon Hayward. They were on the upward swing yeah. until that Gordon Hayward thing happened, and now they've just been thrown into. Complete disarray. I mean, they've been masquerading as a team on the rise, but they never were. It was all a lie. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell did not like each other. Uh, they tried to downplay it. It was very obvious. Yeah. Now both are gone to... They both got exiled, actually, to Cleveland and Minnesota. Donovan Mitchell seems that. happy about going to Cleveland, I mean, at least he, publicly. Yeah, he's happy because he's like been moved on. He's like, can you imagine having to be the only good player on a team that is very clearly looking to lose games this year. Are you talking about Malik Beasley? <laughs> I'm talking about poor Malik. Dude. But, I'm talking about yeah. Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vando, somebody save him. But what's weird about this trade to me is that everybody had been talking about Bogdanovich as the next guy available for a contender. Yes. For maybe the Lakers, yes. for maybe the Suns. Now he's going to a Pistons team that I guess is trying to make the play-in next season and Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Bogdanovich, they they got something there. But I mean, I was expecting Bogdanovich to be a guy that we're going to be talking about this season. He's could be on the Suns, you know, how did the Nuggets match up with that? Is he a piece that the Lakers could really use? I think he would have been now. We're just not even really going to think about him. The yeah, whole year. no, he's been, uh, He's been erased, unfortunately. He's a guy that was frequently uh, linked to the Nuggets also. I think because he's just a white player. In the <laughs> white same, he's the Kevin player. Love of, like, yeah. it's always, well, and. Kevin uh, Love, yeah. Every Serbian player also now always linked to the Nuggets, which I do appreciate. <laughs> Kevin Love, who 
was in the Nuggets sights for years and years and years. <laughs> every 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 offseason we got a think piece about why Kevin Love made most the most sense to come to the Nuggets in year fifty in the league for him. Yeah. There's still probably another one of those in drafts somewhere. Yeah, Bogdanovich like gave us the business sometimes too. I'm like pretty happy yeah. that he's not on the Jazz. Although it would be better if he was on the Jazz since the Jazz don't care. They're not trying to win. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The Nuggets opening night opponent just got worse though. Nuggets oh. are in Utah on opening night. Are they really yeah. good? That's gonna be <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah. They're in Utah, then in Golden State, then home against the Thunder. So two of the Nuggets, three uh, opening t- games, two of those teams yeah. have gotten worse here. They, SGA th- getting year, injured in this trade. This year is going to be unbearable. The tanking, you mean? The tanking teams yeah. are going to be unbearable. Yeah. Whatever. Utah's going hard. Oh, they're going game. hard in the paint, dude. They want him bad. They do want him bad. The other piece of news that I want to get to before oh, we God, get out of here good. today. Let's get into it. This is one of the crazier stories I can ever this remember. This is ESPN, man. again, lighting up the timeline right. in ways that they should not. Probably. Lighting up the timeline late last night. Late last this, night. This kept me up for hours last night. I was ready to go to sleep, and then this story breaks. And, of course, I'm just glued to the timeline. But Ime Udoka, the head coach of the Boston Celtics, is facing what is reportedly sounds like a one-year suspension. Um, for his role in a consensual relationship with a female staff member. This broke last Ooh. night. There was some reporting from Woj and Shams on this. It's developed a little today to the point where it seems like he's definitely getting suspended, maybe for a year, which is crazy. Just imagine you're about to start the season. You're less than a week away from training camp. Media day is Monday. And you went to the NBA Finals. You're a contender. You're trying to win the championship. And all of a sudden, your coach is just done. But um, this is a wild story. Okay, let's start at the top. Uh, this story was first introduced with no details of any kind, right. saying that there was some kind of punishment coming for some kind of infraction from the Celtics. Uh, down originally to, it was violation of team guidelines team guidelines yeah. Woj put out the most elaborate sloppy uh, non-story just to sort of like plant his flag let on me plant story. my flag while protecting while, but like who while, I need to protect but maybe not even he didn't even have the information whatever it was like very sloppy um, and then obviously other outlets that everyone starts going crazy trying to hypothesize what he could have done like yeah. we heard early on that there was no it was not of a sexual manner, of, of a sexual nature, which turned out to be false. But so we were like, did he fight a guy? Did yeah. he? Uh, the timeline was was ablaze in theories as to what it is he could have done that could potentially bring this kind of suspension, or this kind of punishment down. Come to find out, oh, this is tough because this is like workplace romance. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Me Too era, very taboo. Uh, Bill Clinton almost lost the presidency because of workplace romance. We don't know who the staffer is. I immediately assumed that it was uh, going to be somebody that was subordinate to him, which is actually like very problematic because Mm. you don't know. You're able to sort of like exert your power over that person and they maybe can't say no in a situation where they normally would. Um, But... As the story comes out, I mean, it it it's it seems like it maybe could be the like the wife of somebody that's high. I, I don't like. Yeah. I, we don't know anything. We're, what we're doing now is recklessly speculating because we'd be given precious few details. But we do know that Ime Udoka 
who cheated on Neil Long, which... is regarded <laughs> as like one of the best coaches in the league, right? I mean, he has to be. Was last year his rookie year or was his yeah. second year? Yeah. It he was comes, his first I mean, year last year. He came year, in, he turned the Celtics around. He made them formidable. He, like, figured out how to uh, have the Tatum and Brown combination actually work. But this is wild, man. Like, he has to, he, he definitely upset somebody with power in that organization. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, like, it's funny because you're talking about, okay, is this a crime? Of well, we don't know the relationship. But, we don't know. But the idea that a consensual relationship could cost you this much in a professional setting seems absurd. But it also seems like, again, like he was involved in something with somebody that has great power in that organization hmm. and made them very unhappy. Um, crazy. Well, it'll be good- interesting to see the details that that come out from now a one year suspension. That's wild dude for a coach. I can never remember that happening before. Could they just fire him? They should fire him. But, if they're going to do that. But here's a theory that I've seen thrown around there, thrown around on, on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. The Celtics, they don't want to fire him because then they'd have to pay his salary. Potentially. Maybe this stuff is coming out. To try to get him to just resign. Oh, a silent firing? Just make things uncomfortable for him? Listen, oh, it's terrible. Think about what it means for the actual team to have that, yeah, that, a that's year off from the coach. They've been be listening to this voice that now has no power, comes back in after the fact. It's like we've been listening to this other guy. Um, man, what a rough spot. Uh, but, you know, I mean... I guarantee the vote has not stopped giggling since he heard all the, just the destruction from within yeah. of his uh, the Boston Celtics. It's just like imagine Michael Malone just being gone for a year. Yeah, and and how how important I don't know I, I don't have a good read on the Celtics and how important Udoka is to just the fabric of that team. But I've got to think he's pretty freaking important be. just because of. The just change in tone that it felt like that organization had. Yes, after he's a he great got coach. there, Michael Malone, I feel like, is just such an important part of this team. Yep. Like if he was just gone for a year, man, I don't think the Nuggets would be close to the same. No, that I mean, we saw this. The Denver Nuggets were went as far as they've ever gone in the NBA playoffs with Carmelo Anthony and, and company. Yeah. George Carl, then the next year, uh, unfortunately, like that's when his cancer really yeah. flared up and he had to take a step away. Adrian from, Dantley took over. Adrian Dantley took over and it was a goddamn disaster. It was the a team disaster. Was not close that's a to the great same. callback. And they, um, the, their voice was lost. And so they were sort of like wandering. It, it, you would think that it wouldn't matter because this is a player driven league, but it really does matter. The, yeah. the person in charge, the person pulling the strings, like the person that is ultimately accountable for the team, like needs to be consistent. Like I, this is like, if they suspend him for a year, like they are, they're really punting on this next year as an, like it's, it's wild, dude. I, I mean, I, I don't know that we deserve any of these details to come out like as a populace. Yeah. Like we probably don't <laughs> We've already them. We already know more than we should, frankly, yeah. like this, the, 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 how sloppy and messy and, and public this was. I mean, this, I guess, is just the byproduct of this what who, the, this is who we are, man. We're animals. This is what the NBA is. Yeah. Also, it's just like a big production for it's, everybody to look I, at. I, and yeah, it's crazy on. that this is just 
normal for how this stuff happens. But it's gross, man. This whole it thing is gross. Is gross. Like is I, gross. I, I, I feel I, weird thinking about it and talking about I it. I would say that they, like if you want to punish the guy, you should fine him and you should allow him to, to continue his job or you should fire him. Um, but at the same point in time, like the, like I, he just... He clearly was. He clearly crossed some line with the people that make the decisions and probably pay the paychecks. Yeah, um, that he can't really come back from. So I don't. It is tough to see him coming back from this. He, uh, he, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. Like they should. They honestly should trade him. In the way that uh, coaches Nobody have been traded, can trade for him. Come on, <laughs> but coaches have been traded in the past. Like they should trade. He didn't violate our team guidelines. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, just kidding. Well, totally. I mean, like, truthfully, that's a that's not a league wide thing. That is a yeah, team but you, you level. You can't trade for him if you're another team. Why? They should. They should absolutely. He's a great coach. Dude. <laughs> he is. A great would you coach. trade Michael Malone for Ume? No. Neither would I? Would you <laughs> trade? Uh, who? Would you, if you're the Lakers, would you trade for him? I would. Um, Darvin Ham. I mean, probably. Doka's a better coach than Darvin Ham. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see where the story goes. Um, That's all we got for today. That's all we got. Hopefully, we can get into some equally messy, disgusting conversations that we have no business uh, commenting on tomorrow. Oh, man. Before you guys get out of here, make sure to hit that thumbs up on the youtube we really appreciate it uh we'll be back tomorrow casual friday episode so casual dude you know what we'll have to go over tomorrow oh god the top five top players five. in the nba tomorrow could be the greatest or worst day of this podcast ever <laughs> like we're either going to be uh, over the moon because we finally get the representation that we deserve or we're going to be so angry that yeah. the screaming will not be listenable all right thanks for listening guys talk to you tomorrow